Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Small Business Surgeon. We have got a super special guest today, a real treat, um, the one and only uh, Vice President of Break Free Academy, the creator of Closer Memes, salesman extraordinaire, and just really all around good guy, uh, a man I'm happy to now call my friend, Mr. Drewby Wilson. Drewby, welcome to the show, my friend. Well, thank you, Samuel. I'm so grateful to be here, man, and, and honestly grateful to call you a friend as well. It's been an honor getting to, to know you over the last year or so and, and watch your journey. And now to get to be a part of this podcast, man, it's just, uh, it's a real honor. Man, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm happy you're here. So, Drewby, what we do on the Small Business Surgeon, mate, is we take small businesses and we, we cut them apart, we analyze them, and we, we share failures and we, we see how we can make things better. Now, I know you don't own, per se, uh, any kind of small business, but you're hugely experienced in a small business arena, aren't you? Yes, sir. So I have been uh, lucky and unlucky enough, I don't know, to be involved in a lot of different uh, small businesses. Um, I helped a cigar shop go from about 300000 a year to just over half a million a year, win Best Cigar Shop in Toledo. I worked for a family-owned furniture business, uh, another small business. I worked for an insurance agent, and now I'm here doing coaching and consulting with Break Free Academy, and that's really our bread and butter is helping you know, entrepreneurs and small business owners take themselves to that next level and, and, you know, become more successful in what they do. Yeah, for sure. So it wasn't always that easy, though, was it? Because, um, you know, I look at you now and uh, some of the guys on the screen will see and some won't, but you, you're a fit, healthy young man and you're in shape, but your journey didn't start out like that, did it? Because uh, when I first ran across you, um, the story was that um, you were quite out of shape and selling insurance and doing something for a company called uh, Phone Sites on the side. Tell us a little bit about uh, about how you got to where you're at, my friend. Yeah, so uh, weight is something I've always struggled with my whole life. Um, you know, growing up, I was always that that husky kid, a little extra portly. <laughs> um, and you know, I it's funny I had gotten down at one point in my life I was about 315 pounds. Good lord, because uh, you're not that. At, how tall are you? Six two. You're about okay. We're, we're right around the same height. Yeah. Yeah. So I I got big, man, and it was all because I was working third shift at the time, pounding down energy drinks, eating like a dumpster fire, and then just falling asleep. And so I got real unhealthy and and out of shape. Um, and I went through a period of my life where I got real serious about you know working out more and eating right, mm -hmm. trying to get things together. Um, and you know, I probably got down to about 225. Oh, nice. You must've looked pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was doing okay. The thing was, I, I like, wasn't like at that point, I wasn't eating properly. I just wasn't uh -huh. eating enough. Right. So I just was like starving myself essentially and just staying on the move. And that was when I met my wife. Uh, and you know what happens when you get into a, a relationship <laughs> and start going out to eat more having a few extra yeah. cocktails and enjoying yeah. yourself and yeah. dinner, so, dinner goes from eight dollars a night to sixty dollars a night you can't figure out why like real quick bro <laughs> real quick and yeah so you know obviously i was happy um i had my wife i had gotten into selling insurance at the time um, with a family member and sitting at a desk all day you know going out to 
lunch meetings and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Yeah. Like I just wasn't eating great. I was eating good. Like I love food, but I just wasn't <laughs> eating healthy. Right. And so I ballooned up to, I think when my son Anderson was born, I was probably pushing 280 pounds again. Uh, again, man. Damn. Yeah. So I, I, I've kind of been on that roller coaster my whole life where I'd get, you know, up there, realize how dissatisfied I was with things and I'd lose weight and then get comfortable and, you know, go back up. And, and that's really like, <clears throat> that's what happens in business too, right? People, Isn't it, they dude, get yeah. comfortable and they're like, okay, cool. We're doing good. So they let off the gas, they mm-hmm. stop doing the things that matter. And then all of a sudden they look up a month or two later and they're like, shit, why don't I have any sales? Why don't I have any revenue? And it's just, it's because we get into that, that comfort zone and we stop doing the things we know that matter. Dude, that happened and- to me so many times. Yeah, I, I, I feel it. And one thing I've noticed, uh, you know, your weight loss journey correlates uh, with a lot of business owners' uh, weight loss journeys. It seems that the more I'm around business owners, the more I am around in-shape people. Do you see that too? Yeah, absolutely, man. And I, I think it's it's more of you start to realize how much energy it really takes to operate and run a business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you you get to that point where you show up in the the morning and you're already tired and sluggish and you're fighting through the day and you're pounding down Red Bulls and energy drinks and all that kind of shit just to make it through the day. And then by the time you get home, you eat dinner and then you just want to lounge and and do nothing for the rest of the night. And because you've earned it correlates. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But when you start getting around the folks that are like, focus on their fitness and their health and and being like hey man if we're gonna work hard and make all this money i certainly don't want to get to a point where i've made it quote unquote and then die because i've not taken care of myself physically and so that really was the motivation you know for me it's like hey if i'm gonna have a family and a legacy and i'm gonna build something that's truly great like i want to be around to enjoy it so i probably ought to focus on my health and my fitness too Amen. Absolutely. So you ascended from helping out uh, for free on forums to uh, now you're the vice president of Break Free Academy. Um, what was that like for you? Was it a surprise when you got the call to come down here and work or, or what? Because you, you were just helping out, really, weren't you? Yeah, man. So it was um, it, it's it was a surprise, but it was also like I kind of manifested it. Right. So Absolutely. Sites is a is a great software tool that's used to build like websites and, and some people call them sales funnels, right? Just mm-hmm. simple data collection landing pages. And at the time when I was selling insurance, I was going through a phase where I was kind of like peaked out. I couldn't figure out how to make more money than what I was making. Mm-hmm. And to me, being a sales guy, I thought, well, I need more leads. If I have more good leads, I'll make more sales, which will make more money. So Absolutely. I got into using phone sites. Um, and, and started having a little bit of luck with it, you know, build a couple pages that, that worked real well. And so I just started showing some of the people inside of that forum, like, hey, here's how you do this. Here's how you add a calendar page. Here's how you right. add this little thing. So just kind of some simple tutorial stuff that in my mind, I was thinking, hey, if I give away some of the things that are working for me, inevitably, somebody will come in and be like, Hey, you're an idiot. Why would you do it that way? You should try it like this and I'll learn something. (laughs) Yeah. Like that was kind of my thought process was like, Hey, I'll just give away what I know and hope that somewhere along the line, someone will like shoot back and be like, Hey, you should try this or do something like this. Right. For sure. Well, what ended up happening is over a few months, 
uh, I was working in this forum and the owner of the company was watching me do all this stuff kind of in the background. And so one day I'm, you know, at the insurance hammering away working and my Facebook messenger starts lighting up and it's the owner of the company calling me and I'm going, mm-hmm. well, why is this dude calling me? That doesn't seem right. <laughs> like what's going on here? Like copyright so infringement. I, I, yeah. Like what did I do wrong? <laughs> you know? So I, I sent the guy a message back and was like, Hey man, I don't know if you're meaning to call me or butt dialing me or something, but like, here's my number. So my phone rings right away and I pick it up and we start having a conversation and he says, Hey man, like, I really appreciate what you're doing for my group and helping people and, and, you know, sharing those tutorial mm-hmm. videos. It, it's really great. Um, I'd like to offer you a small retainer to just keep doing what you're doing. And then I'll give you a few other little things that, you know, we need help with uh, in the company, but like, I want to pay you to keep doing the stuff that you've been doing for free. What do you think? I mean, so you went out of your way to show value for nothing, and then you get the reward. And uh, I think 100%. That, I think that's a lesson that that I learned uh, from you guys is to uh, to give value first, and then expect that reward later as it as it comes. So, um, and then what happened? Then you flew down to Texas, or what? Yeah. So, um, you know, again, I had already was in a full time job selling insurance, and you know, so I'm like, well, if I do this you know, part-time and I make a few grand extra a month. Like, that's cool. So I, I start doing that and, you know, I'm helping people. Cause that's really like my, my thing is about service, right. Absolutely. Helping others. Yeah. And so then that leads to people being like, well, Hey, I, I like this program, but I know you guys also offer like a coaching program and some other digital products. Like how do I purchase those? Can I buy those from you? Mm-hmm. So I reach out to the owner and I'm like, Hey man, uh, these guys want to buy some stuff. What do I do? <laughs> go, go sell it. Of course. Like we'll pay you commission. Like if you right, can sell something, right. go get it. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, okay. So I started selling some products and, and, you know, again, just helping people led to more sales, which led to referrals, which led to more sales. And then suddenly I get a call from the owner again. And he's like, Hey man, uh, I think you're in the wrong business. I'd like you to fly down and, and spend a day with me. And I, I think, you know, I think you're in the wrong business, dude. We could help a lot of people together. I'm like, nah, man, I got, you know, six years in insurance. Like I got a career. I'm kind of just doing my thing. He's like, no, bro, you're, you're in the wrong business. Come spend mm-hmm. a day with me. But there's that word again, help, help. And, uh, I, again, once, once I started revolving my, my business around helping people, it did the exact same thing that you're talking about and what you're getting into right now. Um, you know, so, uh, good, good on you for, for making that opportunity out of nothing. And then uh, you came down to Texas, and what was it like when you got here? Man, Texas is big. It's wild. Uh, <laughs> Everything, no, everything's um, <laughs> bigger down here. Everything, yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas. Mm-hmm. No, so it was interesting because, like, I really didn't know what to expect. Um, like, I kind of came into everything a little bit blind. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I, like, I knew of the programs and the coaching and everything. I had, like, bought a – I was part of the program, decided, hey, if I'm making money here, like, there's certainly a lot more for me to learn. So I had joined the program. Right. And when I flew down and, you know, Ryan kind of laid it all out for me, he's like, hey, man, this is, this is what we do. This is how we help people become the most elite version of themselves. You're on this path. If, if you just stay on this path and, and help others get on this path and get where they want to be in life, he's like, you'll be so much more successful than you are 
you know, slaving away selling insurance policies and nothing yeah. against insurance people. Like it's a great job recurring revenue. Like it's awesome. But for me, it just wasn't fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't feel great every day when I showed up at the office. And so, you know, when, when Ryan kind of laid it all out for me and was like, all right, cool, here's, here's what we do. Here's how we help people. Here's how we bring value to the marketplace and we get rewarded handsomely for it. It all made sense because right. it fell very much in line with like how I operate and, and just trying to help others be more successful. I've always said my success will be determined by the success that I bring to the people around me. And so I'm like, if I can help more people be successful, like that's, there's no way I won't be successful. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Who was that famous guy? Uh, his name's eluding me right now. Uh, Zig Ziglar, maybe, that said it. Uh, yep. If you help, help other people get what they want, then they'll give you what you want. Yeah, 100%. And and that's the journey I was on was that personal development. And, you know, Zig is one of those guys that I was listening to a lot. So that that whole mentality just really got like hammered home. And I never picked up on that. Um, You know, one of the uh, one of the biggest mistakes I made, one of my, my regrets was the fact that I focused so much on the dollar and on money. And, um, you know, the transformation I've seen in my business since hooking up with you guys this last year has just been all about adding value. And I'm a much, much happier person for it. So uh, so thank you. Um, you are just about the poster child for Breakthrough Academy, aren't you? <laughs> the epitome of what can be accomplished with a little bit of work. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's um, it, it's kind of strange being in the situation I'm in. Uh, you know, like I said, just two and a half, three years ago, I was sitting at a desk selling insurance. And to think, you know, I'm at a point now in my life where I have, you know, my, my book's going to be coming out here in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, my CRM software that I've just, you know, I started my own CRM software company. Uh, I've, you know, made more money in the last year than I ever made in my entire life. You yeah, know, it's, and, incredible. And it's, just, it, it's been such a great journey because it's, it, you know, all those things aside, I've been able to help thousands of people mm-hmm. change their life and through proximity, thousands upon thousands more, you know, in the families that get fed because of the things that I've helped people learn and implement. And, you know, the the good in the community that I've been able to do with the extra money I've been able to donate to charities. Like it's, Dude, that's for amazing. me, it's been great, but it's just how much more I can give to the people around me. That's really been like the most awesome part. That that's amazing. And uh, just to hear that you've done it in such a short period of time is, uh, is really, really uh, motivating. So this is a little bit about small business and uh, you have a uh, obviously a book and a CRM coming out, but you already have an established small business uh, within the Breakthrough Academy called Closer Memes. Tell me a little bit about how Closer Memes came about and um, how you managed to take what is essentially a joke art form on the internet and uh, you are probably responsible for more people changing the way they sell than I could possibly imagine because uh, the number of times I've sent memes to clients and got a response. And it's like you you really hit on something um, by communicating with with clients the way they communicate with their friends. Um, Tell us the journey of Closer Memes and how uh, how it came to fruition, man. Yeah, I appreciate you bringing that up, actually. Uh, So it all starts, I love memes. Like, who does know, we all have <laughs> everybody does that's why they work so well it's right? all we share it's memes on yeah. facebook that's it and so um i've always loved memes I, i've always been like you know had a group of friends that i wanted to send funny memes to and one of the things i think that's really helped differentiate me from like your regular sales guy 
is that I try to be very transparent and genuine with my approach and things, you know, like if I can help you great, if I can't help you, that's okay too. But I'm going to be the first one to tell you that versus like you were saying earlier, just focusing on the dollar and the sale. I'm more like, Hey, how can I help this person? And so one of the things I've always done is, you know, I send funny memes and gifts to people to build rapport. It's just something different. It kind of makes me seem more human versus just like your average robotic sales guy. That's like, I'm reading from a script and I'm going to pitch you on something Uh, and sell you something. And, you know, and then when you don't buy, I'm going to send you a hundred canned follow-up messages. And like, again, I understand (laughs) that that can work, but to me, I was always like, Hey, if I'm, if I'm genuine, people buy from people. Mm -hmm. And that is what I wanted to be as a, a person that actually cared about others and helping them. Right. And so I started sending these memes and these gifts to people that had like said they were interested and then kind of, you know, people go ghost, right. They're like, get distracted. They're like, Hey, I had this come up, that come up, whatever. Um, So what I started doing was just sending like funny memes and gifts to people just Mm -hmm. to see if they would respond to it versus like your typical canned message. And uh, one day I just decided, Hey, I'm going to send this one meme to like 50 people and see what happens. Well, out of that 50 people, I got 37 responses. Dude, was it was and, it the guy leaning back with the thumbs up going, you good? Asking the question, was it that one? Uh, no, so there was, oh, before that one, there's a, a Jim Carrey meme where he was kind of like looking at the screen and like tapping on it. <laughs> and he just said, hey, are you there? And uh, yeah, crazy enough, like 37 out of the 50 people responded. That's incredible. And these are people dude. that like, hasn't that's, responded to me in over a month. That's so like a seventy-four like, percent totally response rate, dude. Seventy-four percent. I mean, you're not going to get it, that on an email. Not a chance. It was insane. Yeah, absolutely insane. And so I'm like, well, okay, there might be something here. So I I hit up a couple of my friends and I'm like, hey, I've been using this method and it's working really well. I want you guys to test it and see if it works for you too. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know? they all got very similar results. Like people that hadn't responded in weeks and months, all of a sudden popped up and were like, Oh my God, that's so funny. Hey, I'm so sorry. I ghosted you, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm ready to move forward now. So I'm like, Hey, I got something here. Right. But why does it work? Right. Cause it, it's one thing to just have it happen and it works and it's a fluke, but there's another that's like, Hey, why does this work? What's the science behind it? Like where, where is this different than what everybody else is doing? So I really sat down and kind of did like a a deep dive on my process and the psychology Mm -hmm. behind why they work and how I utilize specific movie scenes or television scenes that fit with my, you know, client audience and and speak to them directly. Because, you know, if a picture is worth a thousand words, you can make millions with memes. Amen. The difference is just making sure you understand who you're talking to and what their their needs are, what the problem is, so that you can help them solve it. And using the memes and making them custom, again, just kind of gives that extra little personal touch yeah. that, that not everybody expects from a sales guy. And especially when it's something that creates an emotional trigger, because that emotional trigger is what creates a reaction. You know, it's easy to read a canned message that pops up in your your thread like, hey, I'm just following up on and completely ignore it. Mm-hmm. But when you get a text message and it's like, hey, so-and-so sent an image, that's going to lead you like, what What did he send me? Yeah. So you're going to open it up and look at it. And then when that image is funny and it makes you laugh, 
there's an emotional connection, which is like law of reciprocity. Now they want to at least respond. Absolutely. And be like, hey, that was hilarious. Like, I got your message. So after I broke down that psychology, I, I put together a digital product and said, hey, I think, I think this can be used in like almost any small business or in any sales process. And I started selling it on the, the market to other mm -hmm. business owners and, you know, especially small business owners and entrepreneurs. Yeah, I have it. <laughs> and dude, it's, I think at this point, which we're a little over a year into having the program released, I still get messages every day from people that are like, dude, I can't believe that worked. I sent a meme. I just closed a deal. Real estate agents, especially. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm getting people yeah. that are hitting me up that are like, Hey, uh, I sent that meme out to a list of a hundred people and I got six listings out of it. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, shoot, that's big money right there. It is. I mean, yeah, I, I use memes, um, more often than not, uh, you know, if, if stuff's gone dry or once I develop a rapport, uh, they get, they get slid in there too. And I think it's because the reason that I think it works so well, sorry, is because it's the way we communicate with our friends and it gives you a level of attachment and comfort in the conversation that isn't normally apparent in business conversations and you go from a guy that's trying to close me a guy that's trying to extract money from me a guy that's trying to make me do a deal to a guy that i've got a rapport with and a guy that's my friend and you get there so much faster using memes that everybody recognizes and everybody can laugh at and dude that's what i love about it um i i do i, I probably overuse it to be honest <laughs> <laughs> no and and that's the thing like right there there's always a fine line like you can't just send 100 memes in a row but when you do it right, and, and the way that I train people is like how to appropriately put that, you know, meme into the process. Mm -hmm. uh, like you said, it just creates more of a human emotional touch. And it, it keeps people, you know, it's a pattern interrupt. It's something different. It's not what most people expect to receive from a sales guy. And so that when you do that, and you've created that relationship, that no like and trust factor that, you know, is so important for business owners and, and salespeople to understand. I mean, it just opens up a whole world of opportunity. And then you start using them in your marketing process and on your social media and getting extra engagement. And it's, there's just so many ways that you can utilize memes in your small business that it's just, it, the ROI on it honestly is infinite for a $47 course. Like absolutely. It's yeah. insane. <laughs> so quick plug to Druby's course go check out closermemes.com and uh, just spend the $47 because it's absolutely worth it so uh, got a few more questions for you Druby I'm enjoying chatting with you man thank you again for coming on the show and sharing some stuff with uh, with my listeners here uh, I'm sure half of Apex is, uh, is going to listen to it too uh, so with them uh, in mind tell us kind of where your passion comes from in dealing with business owners and entrepreneurs. What is it that gets you fired up when you're working with groups of guys like us? So honestly, man, and I was just thinking about the, this morning, actually, um, what really fires me up is I like taking people who have always been labeled as average mm -hmm. or ordinary and helping them find that little extra inside of themselves that helps them become extraordinary, which helps them become that most elite version of themselves. Because I mean, we all have struggles. We all have things that we're great at. Uh, but there, it can be difficult to get out of your own way sometimes. And so I like to be there to kind of help people see like, hey, this is what's possible. And that's why I've like, 
gone all in on what I do and, and you know, like our training and our coaching, like mm -hmm. I live it. I breathe it. I drink the Kool-Aid. I exemplify it because I truly want people to see like, Hey, here's a dude that was making, you know, 30 grand a year selling insurance, working 50, 60 hours a week mm -hmm. to three years later, here's a guy that's making multiple six figures that has his own software company that's about to have a best-selling book come out that has, you know, accomplished all of these things, has lost weight, has created a better relationship with his spouse and with his children. Like these are all things that most small business owners are going through in one form or another, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And success isn't just making a shitload of money. No, like it's uh -uh. great. And you can do a lot of cool stuff with money, but ultimately the great thing about success is that it's all in the eye of the beholder, right? So my perspective of success could look like this and someone on the other end could be like, hey, success to me would be having a business that runs well enough that I get to go home and spend time with my family and have dinner with them every night. Absolutely, absolutely. So just for inspiration, other guys that are listening, Druby has gone in under four years from out of weight insure out of out of shape sorry overweight insurance salesman making 30 grand a year to uh, exactly what you just had there so he is um he is absolute proof the poster child that this uh, that this stuff actually works so on the flip side Drewby, how would you say being a part of the apex community has benefited you uh, so far what would you say the biggest benefit you've got is so biggest benefit for me um is honestly being around people that just aren't okay being with mediocrity, right? So like being surrounded by folks that always are like, hey, I'm happy with what I have. I'm very grateful for it. But I also know that there's more in life and it's okay to want that and to go after it. That's been a huge eye opener for me because I always kind of had this mentality of like, hey, I barely graduated high school. I left college three weeks in because I figured it was easier to sell dope and make money that way than it was <laughs> to sit in these college classes. Right. Dude, I made it six weeks. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I made it just long enough that you don't get any refund on your college, you know, on the courses or whatever for the year. Cause there's like tears. I was like two days after and they're like, yeah, you don't get anything back. I'm like, oh, of course oh, not. And I got 10 grand in student loans. I got to pay off too. Uh -huh. Like, um, but no, just being around people that show you like, Hey, these, this is what's possible. Yes. This is what you can do in life. And it doesn't matter that you didn't graduate college or that you don't have a degree. Are you willing to do the work? Yes. Okay. Then let's get after it. Then let's do if it. you're willing to do the work and you have the right mindset, anything is possible. And, you know, it, it's weird and kind of feels braggadocious sometimes, but like I'm proof, like literally. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dude, Look I at it. Here, look at my life. I was, you know busting my ass out of shape got nothing to really show for it i had a great wife i had a you know a house and all that like i had your your mm -hmm. dream job dream life of like working monday through friday nine to five but you know what i wasn't happy right i didn't feel good about myself and what's the point of living a life like that because then that trickles down into your family your relationships the people that you're around and so just being in a group of people that are like hey it's okay to want more there's no reason to be stuck being mediocre Man, that's a game changer. Hey, man, dude. Every time I'm around you guys, I feel uh, I feel very, very average. <laughs> you know, I feel quite, uh, quite, quite an underachiever. Uh, especially that uh, I'm quite a few years older than you too, my friend. So, uh, so good job in that. Now, you know, 
you you coach people coming in to uh, to various uh, programs, but as part of Apex, you see people from all different walks of life, um, from all different levels of business. Um, but you know, one of the things I learned is that we're, we're not all that different. <clears throat> we're a lot of us have very similar challenges, very similar stories. Um, for people just getting started out in business, what would you say some of the biggest challenges you've seen are, and uh, what's a good way for those people to overcome those challenges? So one of the biggest challenges that I think I've come across in every small business owner that I've had a conversation with is imposter syndrome. Oh, yes. Good one. Go, let, yes. let, so, tell everybody about imposter syndrome, Ruby. So imposter syndrome <laughs> is it's a it's a feeling that we have, you know, when we feel as though we don't deserve to be in a certain situation or to, to have the right to help someone. Right. Mm -hmm. And for the longest time, I really struggled with that because again, I'm younger and, you know, I haven't achieved everything that I think needs to be achieved to be successful in business. And here I was being asked to, to coach and cons, you know, consult people and help them become more successful. And I'm like, well, what have I really done to, mm -hmm. you know, to, to be in this position. And so I started feeling kind of like an imposter. I had a conversation with a young man who helped me rewire my thought around it. And his whole thing was, Hey, if you feel imposter syndrome, it's because you genuinely care about the people that you're trying to help. And you would never want to mislead somebody or give them advice that would lead them down the wrong path and cause them harm. And so you should feel good about that. That's an integrous feeling like that. You should be honored that you feel that way because it means that you care. The difference that you have to rewire is understanding that where you are in life and as a business owner, you've gone through some things, you've had experiences, you've created wisdom, you know, some things about some things. And, and even though you're not the, the quote expert in that field or in mm -hmm. that business, you still know enough that you can help someone who's just getting started, right? So you've been through something in your life that is a valuable lesson to someone else, but you have to be willing to own it and share it and explain what you've learned from that situation. And that's really where most people, they get that imposter syndrome and they're like, hey, well, I don't want to say anything or I don't want to help anybody or, or do anything because I don't, like, I don't want to feel bad about it. But you got to rewire that you got to feel good about helping others. Now, I'm not saying that you go out there and you lie to people and say, hey, I can make you a millionaire if you've never mm -hmm. made a million dollars. Right, right. That doesn't make sense. Right. But for me, hey, I can show you how to go from making 30 grand a year to multiple six figures by just doing some simple stuff every day. Mm -hmm. Hey, I can show you how to increase your daily sales in your tobacco shop because I've done that. I've, right. I've lived it. I can, sure. you know, I can share that story. And I think what happens with a lot of uh, small business owners, especially when they're getting started, is they get nervous about, uh, you know, what they're saying, and they don't have that confidence level. And, and that confidence is really what people are buying, like, hey, if I show up, and you're telling me you have a problem, and I'm telling you, I can solve it, but I don't seem very confident, like that's, that's going to be an issue. But if I show up, and I'm like, hey, Tell me a little bit about your situation. Cool. What are your goals? What are you trying to achieve? How do we get you through that? Like, you know, let's say at the end of this, we're high-fiving and cheers in and you're happy. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that look like? And they break it down and I say, okay, great. Here's how we're going to get you from where you are now to where you want to be. Boom, boom, 
boom, and I deliver that with confidence, yeah, you're going to feel confident that I can get you where you want to be. So you're going to say, well, all right, I'm in. But if I hesitate, if I'm in any way, like, don't feel that energy and, and give that energy to you, you're going to be nervous. You're going to be worried. You're going to get buyer's remorse. You know, all those things that happen uh, to a lot of small business owners, you know, someone's like, yeah, I'm interested. Sign me up. And then a week later, like, ah, I'm going to cancel. Like, I need to stop my order. <laughs> You're like, well, what, what happened? That confidence wasn't there. That right. trust factor wasn't there. And I think that all feeds back to the imposter syndrome and, and people not feeling confident in who they are and what they've accomplished in life, at least enough to say, hey, I've got something I can bring of value to the marketplace and to this person that I'm having a conversation with to help them better their life. I love it. I love it. So the best way to battle imposter syndrome is to uh, be proud of the things you've achieved and know that they can bring value yes, to somebody somewhere. And uh, you may not be the, the coach that has all the answers, but at least you can uh, at least you can help out uh, in some places. So, Drewby, man, you wrote a book. You've got a software coming out. You've got a successful Closer Memes course. You're vice president of uh, Break Free Academy. Dude, what's your long-term goal? Where do you go from here, man? What's the plan? <laughs> That's a great question. It seems like I'm asking myself that every day. Uh, you know, we have that exercise, the most elite version mm -hmm. of yourself. And, and yeah. in it, you know, you're, you're kind of walking yourself through like, hey, if, if I stopped and looked, you know, four or five years in the future, what does that most elite version of myself look like? You know, what are they driving? Where do they live? What are they doing on a daily basis? So it's Biden Hughes then. <laughs> that dude's a, a, a badass but yeah um and his cause you know, too me, it's, it's it's always changing right so like i know long term i want to do more for the kids right so i right. want to create some charities or, or have some kind of foundation where i do for children um not that i had a bad childhood growing up but i know a lot of kids who did mm -hmm. and unfortunately kids don't have a choice in the matter so the kids that are you know going to school hungry going to school with, you know, nasty torn up clothes. Like I mm -hmm. want to be able to do something for them uh, where other people aren't. So that's high on my list. Honestly, I, I want to, you know, lead and, and be the father that I never had as a kid. You know, I've got my son Anderson and I, I want him to see, you know, what it's like to have a good dad, to have someone who cares about you, who focuses on, you know, all areas of life and, and, business is one of them, but health is yeah. one of them. Having a great relationship at home is one of them. You know, being surrounded by people that are good, wholesome hearted people that genuinely care about others being successful. Like these are all the things that matter to me. Um, and that's what I want to exemplify in my life. And, and I want to leave a legacy that's like, hey, here's a dude that was written off as average, right? Started mm -hmm. getting tattoos at 16. High school teachers told him he'd never amount to anything and he'd end up in prison. Thankfully, I never went to prison. I try to live on the legit side of things and do things right. Yeah. Um, but I, I want people to see like, hey, here's what's possible when you change your mindset and you you do the work, right? Because that's the hardest thing. Like you can have the great mindset and, and think all the great things, but if you're not actually doing the work and staying consistent, it never amounts to anything. And so really, man, that, that's my long term is, I just want to show people what can happen when you commit to being that most elite version of yourself and, you know, maybe someday live on a beach and have my hot wife next to me sipping cocktails, just working a couple hours a day and know that I've got lots of money rolling in on autopilot and, you know, all that hard work that I'm putting in now is, is paying off in dividends 
uh, you know, in the big picture. I think that's everybody's goal. If you ask, uh, if you ask Thomas, when we talked in Florida, I say I want to own a bar on a beach and start a charity that benefits children. Man, <laughs> that's 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 literally all I want to do. So, um, all right, we're uh, we're about to uh, about to wrap up here, Drewby. Uh, before we go, though, my friend, please do me a favor and tell everybody that's listening where they can find you and where they can follow you online. Absolutely. So uh, Facebook and Instagram at Drewby Rides. I love riding uh, bicycles. So at Drewby Rides on Facebook and Instagram. You can check me out at um, crushingtheday.com. You can grab a copy of my book, mm-hmm. follow my podcast, Crushing the Day podcast. I do kind of a daily, you know, inspirational thing. Yes, sir. And, I listen to uh, it. You know, I appreciate that. <laughs> and if you're interested in using memes in your sales and follow-up process and, and just like having fun, uh, closermemes.com and grab the closer memes course. I mean, it'll literally be the best 47 bucks you ever spent. I promise it is. And he doesn't pay me commission, but I love closer memes. It is phenomenal. It's something I use every day. So guys listening on the small business surgeon podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Drewby. Thank you for coming on, man. It's been an absolute honor to sit here and uh, have you share your story with my listeners, my friends. So, uh, Thank you again, and uh, let's check out Drewby's stuff at Drewby Rides and uh, closermemes.com. Drewby, thank you. Hey, thank you, brother. I'm grateful to be here and honored to be part of it. Thank you so much. All right, guys, we will see you next week on the next episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you made it this far, you clearly liked it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share it with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com. Ooh, yeah.